Welcome back to the Abundant Christianpreneur podcast. And today we have a guest who took that step of faith and decided to create her powerful, profitable, and impactful business. All because she saw a need. She had friends and family members coming to her asking questions, wanting recipes, because a few years ago she transitioned into the plant-based lifestyle. She saw a need and people had a problem that were coming to her looking for the solution. She took her knowledge and experience from the past seven years and opened the doors to her business. This, my friends, is what it is all about. Taking what you know, what you love to do, and serving others who want to learn from your experiences. Making income and impact at the same time. Do you know you have a bigger purpose than that nine to five? Yes, yes you do. Welcome to the Abundant Christianpreneur Podcast. I am your host, Kristen Duranchi. I am a wife and mom who loves Jesus, and I've also been known to bust a few moves to some old school rock and roll. (laughs) Right now, you are joined by other faith-filled women who are using their commute to redefine their life, change their mindset, and turn their passions, knowledge, life experiences, or even their hobbies into a powerful online business that allows them to have the freedom to do what they love. My goal is to inspire you to take a step of faith and transition from that employee mindset to the Christian CEO and create that powerful, profitable, and impactful business that has been on your heart. This is your show to learn from me and other Christianpreneurs tactical tips that will empower you to bring that dream to life. If you're ready to live your life by design, make an impact, and have the financial and time freedom to do what you want, when you want, then crank up that volume and let's do this. Our guest today, Zoe Worldland Cordero, is a plant-based wellness coach who helps women transition into the plant-based diet for their health. After spending most of her life avoiding animal products, she became a vegan seven years ago and has not looked back since. She is passionate about loving people, stewarding the planet's resources well, and going after Jesus with all her heart. Zoe believes that anyone is capable of changing their life and the world one small step at a time. Amen, sister. And you, my listening friend are also capable of changing your life and making an impact in this world. You are going to find so much value in today's episode. So let's dig in. I am so excited to welcome Zoe to the show. Welcome, Zoe. Hey. (laughs) Hello. After I read your bio and taken a peek at your website, I got even more excited. I need to break this down a little bit for our listeners so they can get some past history leading up to the present moment, because you have taken your knowledge, your expertise, and experience and have created an online business. So Zoe, you became a vegan about six years ago, correct? Yeah, I actually was just laughing with one of my clients, because I feel like maybe I've been saying six years for too long. 
you know when you do that and you're like I've been saying six years for like a year now so maybe yes. I should start saying seven <laughs> seven years okay awesome I don't know it's so funny <laughs> I know time goes so fast who who knows but okay great six or seven years that is awesome but again Zoe you saw a problem a need people had they wanted to switch over to a plant-based lifestyle but they didn't really know how so you decided to take your knowledge, experience, and what you've learned over those past seven years and, cre- <laughs> and created an online business called K-Wellness about a year ago, correct? Yeah. It's called ZK Wellness. Yeah, ZK Wellness. My, my initials, but no problem. <laughs> okay. I will correct that, listeners. DK Wellness. And for those of you listening, I will have all of Zoe's information and how you can connect with her in the show notes. I am sure that the day you started your vegan lifestyle, that creating a coaching program, creating a course, creating a membership, that was the last thing on your mind. So tell us a little bit about your journey and the transition that had to take place for you to be where you are now. Yeah, that's such a so true about like, I think when we start what we're doing, we never imagine that it will turn into what it has. And I think that's honestly just the goodness of the Lord over our lives. Just like how much he knows that what we get into is going to lead us down a road that we would never imagine. And I would have never picked it for myself. Um, So I actually ended up doing this because the Lord kind of guided me in it. And First, it was just one of those things that I wanted to help people with. You're right. Like I saw a problem. Um, I saw that it is fairly difficult to transition into a plant-based diet. Um, but one thing I was really just feeling was um, just how lonely I personally felt in the lifestyle. And I really just felt like um, I was praying about it a lot. It was something that really drew me closer to the Lord. I know that, like, I always say that, like, I felt like the Lord wanted me to be plant-based. Not that I feel like everybody has to be Christian, but I just felt like that was what the Lord wanted for me. And I felt like it was really because he wanted to draw me closer to himself, which is always the truth. But it became a thing where it was just such a deep prayer. um, Like, honestly, just a prayer time for me continuously because I felt really alone. I don't know anybody that's actually been a vegan before in person. I've met some people online, but personally, I don't know anybody. And my family has always kind of been, you know, they make jokes. It's just how it is. And people feel like okay with it, but it does tend to make you feel isolated. So that's kind of why I ended up starting this in the first place was just like, Lord, I, I feel very alone. And I know that people do feel alone. Women feel alone in this. And I wanted to start something honestly, to give people a home to feel like they were welcome. I love that. And that just goes to show that being obedient to what the Lord is calling you to do, he opens so many doors. That is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, you are the epitome of the Christian career woman that's transitioning to what I like to call the Christian CEO. It's the faith-filled woman who is creating the life of her dreams while making an impact controlling your own time while fulfilling your God-given destiny on this side of heaven. And I love that. (laughs) So you mentioned you have a plan to quit your job in 2020. Um, Quickly or briefly, talk about kind of how you developed that plan. So our listeners kind of have an idea of, okay, what's in Zoe's mind? How she's going to transition out of that nine to five? 
Yeah, so that's actually been a really fun process for me. Um, so I actually don't run, and I don't work at a nine to five. I kind of run my own business, even my nine to five is my own business. But this is something that I'm not into at all. I, so I teach English um, online, and I teach English. I live in Brazil with my husband, so I teach English here. Um, and I have loved it in the past. It's helped me really connect with people, but it's not something that I genuinely want to be giving time to a lot. And something that me and my husband have been talking and I've been praying about is just, I feel like it really takes up a lot of my time. And something that we talk about a lot in the business world, entrepreneur world is trading time for money and how that is very difficult. Um, and so that's what I'm doing basically right now. I trade time for money. I put in a few hours to teach, which I love to do, but it doesn't end up feeling like I have an automated, automated service and that's what we're all about, right? Just feeling like, honestly, we can serve people more than we can imagine, right? No matter how much time we have or don't have. So um, I'm planning on transitioning in 2020, like you said, um, slowly but surely. Um, and the kind of way that I started thinking about that was the time. And um, I don't have a lot of time for my business now. And I'm feeling a little stretched, <laughs> if I, to say the least. I know everybody listening to this probably is like nodding their head right now. Like, yes, I know what she's feeling because it's not just me. Like when you have to switch hats a lot. Um, and so that's something that I was talking to my um, husband about is like, okay, I'm teaching now. This is my teaching hat. Oh, I'm doing my business now. This is my business hat. And that is a very hard transition. And it tends to make me feel like I'm not being very productive. So um, I've kind of developed a plan um, to transition in 2021. I think I said 2020 because I feel like, wow, time once again. Is it 2021? Okay. Anyway, so 2021 transitioning um, because of all those things. So doing a slow transition, like taking a few days off um, my, my schedule and then kind of supplementing more into my business slowly but surely. Right. And I think a lot of the listeners can relate, even myself, even though you don't have a traditional nine to five, you know, you're still doing something. And even though I have a traditional nine to five, I'm still going to. There's listeners out there that maybe um, babysit and watch kids during the day. Yes. That's their nine to five. Or maybe they have a part time job. Or maybe they're just stay at home moms, which is, mm -hmm. a, you know, work <laughs> all day long yeah, in itself. That. But when you want to create that powerful, profitable, impactful business that God has laid on your heart, you have to find a way to transition and kind of wear all those hats at once sometimes, but then take a step back and like, okay, like you said, this is my English teaching hat today or yes. right now. And then, yeah, so it's all about trying to find, you know, not really that perfect balance, but that harmony. <laughs> Yes. Uh -huh. And there's never... definitely a lot of grace. There's a lot of grace over it. You For know? sure. Um, but it's it's difficult. <laughs> to say the least. It is. Yeah, it is. And it's, you know, entrepreneurship is definitely a difficult road, but it's one of the most rewarding roads I've traveled, which I'm sure you can agree with. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For sure, girl. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned um, that you're only 20 years old. And when you said that, I was like, only 20 years old. Gosh, girl, you, I mean, you have taken a step of faith and decided you are going to do something you wanted to do. But you mentioned that 
you know, being 20 and never really going beyond the basics in college, sometimes that brings up thoughts that don't serve you and insecurities. Um, and even society, the world, our parents have taught us to go to school, get good grades, go to college, get good grades so you can get a good job that pays the bills. And like you said, eventually we're at a nine to five career, or whatever we're doing, and we're just trading time for money and doing something that doesn't feed the soul. My question for you, what have you done and still do because it's an ongoing process? What do you do to kind of overcome those insecurities or that negative chatter that's going on in your head? That's such a good question. I love that you put that in there because I think it's something, um, I definitely struggle with it because of age and lack of the normal education. And I've even, I think maybe even some entrepreneurs can relate to this, even had family members tell me like, what are you doing? People think that, right? I mean, people genuinely, I think other people probably have thought it, but family members say things, you know, um, which we love them, but you know, and that does bring a lot of insecurity up for me. Of, well, why didn't I do that? And I actually just kind of now, um, I've been in college um, for two years. I was going to do like an elementary education degree and recently decided like, maybe that's just not what I want to do. Um, and so deciding all of this and coming to terms with, you know, maybe that's just not for me at all. And kind of having to take that rewrite, okay, Lord, what do you have for me? But I think that's a really big thing for me is honestly going to the Lord and remembering that this was his promise over my life. And that's a really big thing that I have to do daily. And I daily during my quiet time, I always have quiet time in the morning. And like I try to, and I always just honestly remember the promises of the Lord over my life, especially with my business. Like, this is not my idea. This was your idea, Lord. And these clients are not because I'm so amazing. It's because the Lord has given it to me and he's given me these abilities to be able to help people and care for people. And I think that's something that always brings me back to it is I think there's so many times in the Bible where people made fun of young people and, oh, they're just ignorant or they just don't know what they're doing. And I think even in this culture that happens, and it's something that I've actually dealt with my whole life. I, I ended up going to do missions and I was only 17 <laughs> and I left the house for the very first time. And that was very difficult as well. It felt kind of like I was going my wrong, a wrong way. I wasn't going straight to college after high school. I was going to do missions. And I felt people just kind of like, oh, what is she really going to even contribute to people's lives? What is she really even going to do with her life now? And I just really felt that over the Lord, so many different promises that he speaks to young people in the Bible of, you know, this is what the Lord has told me. And honestly, the biggest tip is just, coming back and remembering who you serve. You don't serve what people think about you. You serve the Lord. And I think that's something that is just continuous. Also just like reminding myself, but then remembering how much my clients, they don't think, oh my goodness, Zoe's only 20 years old. Like, can she even do this? You know what right. I mean? Like, I, yes. I think that's another thing is remembering that the people that matter and that the Lord is placed for you, they don't think that about you. So yeah, you shouldn't think that about yourself either. But it's definitely a struggle. It's a daily thing, like you said. Right. I love that. That was the best answer I think I've ever heard. <laughs> it, it was. And that's the number one thing is just going back to the promises in the Bible and knowing what God says about you. 
you because we all deal with that negative chatter that I'm too old, I'm too young, but you have yes. to go back and remember that God placed this in front of you and he will provide and just get rid of that negative chatter. Yeah. So I love that. All right, let's switch gears a little bit here and talk kind of about your ministry kind of with the business. So your ideal client, the person that you're serving, you have it really niched down and specific. The person who wants to live a plant-based lifestyle. So they could be men or women, believers, non-believers, or a totally different religion, but it's very clear and specific and niched down. They want to live a vegan lifestyle, which is like the listeners that are listening in, which is definitely what we want to do. And we're trying to figure out who our ideal client is, the person that you're going to serve. And for those of you listening, we dig into this in episode three. So you can definitely go back and listen to that, how to clarify who your ideal client is and who you want to serve. But my question for you, Zoe, is how do you minister to your clients, show your faith in the love that you clearly have for Jesus while still being professional? I think it's something that I'm definitely still learning, um, but I I will definitely talk about the word on my Instagram. I talk about it in my stories, talk about revelations I have with the Lord. Um, as far as like actually one-on-one with my clients mentioning those kind of things, um, I think with my clients, it's always kind of an open door and I never really want to ever shut off the ability to minister to my clients on a deeper level than just veganism. Um, I had an episode, like I had a situation a few weeks ago where a client of mine, she, so I live abroad with my husband. He's from Brazil and we live here and it's difficult. It has its own challenges. And I had a woman who was a client of mine. She also lives abroad because her husband is from a different country. She married him and lives abroad. They're having a very difficult time. Um, and they were just kind of going through maybe contemplating divorce and things like that. She's not a Christian, but honestly, talking to her and ministering to her and caring for her beyond the product that she bought for me, caring for her beyond, um, you know, her just like needing to go plant-based. I think that is really the, where ministry comes in for us is when we're connecting with people, because we all know in our business, we don't just want to sell we want to connect and make true connections. And when we're connecting with those people, genuinely caring for them, not just like, oh, how are you doing with the plant-based lifestyle, but how are you doing in general? You know, and she had kind of related to my story from what I just shared genuinely, because I'm just sharing about my life. She just had so many questions about, you know, how are you making it through this? And I got to share the gospel with her and it was amazing. Not that I've done that with so many different clients, but I think the way that we minister to our clients is just that simply truly forming connections and actually caring about them and letting that be an open door for people to ask you about your life, ask you about the things that you share on social media. You know, if we're truly doing our jobs as entrepreneurs and being real with the things that we post and real with connections we make, then we are preaching the gospel no matter what we're doing, you know? So it's a great opportunity. And I think that's just my biggest tip is to really have that open door to go beyond just the selling. Right. Definitely. I love that. And when you're being who you are on social media, you're going to attract the people that want to work with you. I love that. Course creation. 
Could course creation be the driving factor towards going full-time with your business? Listening audience want to know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually, I actually created a course and I am launching it now. Um, as they're listening, I don't know when this is going to air, but yeah, I'm launching it currently. Um, and I do think that it's secret to me going full-time. I think that it's going to be amazing. Um, but I do, I, yeah, I think that course creation is amazing. I think that it's great to automate it. I think it's great to bring in that automated revenue where, like, you know, we always say as entrepreneurs, make money when you're sleeping. Right, you know the, I mean? right the passive income. <laughs> yeah, like the passive income, make money while you're sleeping kind of thing. And I think that courses do aid in that. Um, as far as me going full time um, with my courses, I personally feel like um, with what I want to do with the plant-based um, communities more so, um, I'm going into creating a membership more so. And I think that is going to be more of me helping me transition into full-time because that, that consistent um, income month by month with people and continuing that, that connection and relationship with people goes a lot further when it comes to income wise. Um, I think with course creation, um, it's amazing. And I think people do a great job with it. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that have been able to go full-time just from course creation. Currently, um, I don't know because I haven't launched mine yet. I think that it will be great. I hope it will be, but I do definitely, when it comes to going full-time, I think that the main factor in my income will probably be the membership just because keeping those relationships from the people that have already bought the course and not just saying, okay, glad you brought my course. Bye. You know, I think right. that's a super helpful thing as well. So I think yes to the course. Also, yes to maybe even doing a membership because I definitely recommend it. I think it's fun. Super fun. I love it. And the best part about doing this is there's so many different options. You have the courses, you have the memberships, you have the masterminds you can do. You have, you know, the group coaching programs you can mix in with the courses. I mean, the sky really is the limit when you're an entrepreneur and you're running your own business. And if it doesn't work, the best part is you can tweak it and try it again. That's <laughs> exactly. the best part. So I love that. All right. Well, I will be linking all of Zoe's resources and contact information in the show notes. But Zoe, I would love it if you could tell the listeners how they can connect with you, especially if they're interested in learning more about the plant-based lifestyle and all of the amazing health benefits that come along with that. And what free resource do you have available for them today? Awesome. Well, thanks, girl. Yeah, I you are interested in transitioning and connect with me, I'd love to be friends with you. Um, I'm on Instagram at DK Wellness. So we can connect there. It's super fun. Um, but also, um, I have a free resource like you were saying. I am currently have a free resource, like a free kickstarted guide is what I call it. And it's basically just my favorite, all-time favorite recipes I love to cook so recipes are my thing girl and um, my all-time favorite four plant-based recipes and my top three little secrets that I share with people on their journey so yeah you guys can go to my website and check that out or I think you might have it in the show notes 
Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I am definitely going to opt into that. I love trying new recipes. So yes, that is recipe. awesome. Yes. I will have all of that information linked in the show notes. So last question, I promise Zoe, what does it mean to you to make an impact? Wow. That's such a good question. <laughs> I think for me, making an impact truly means for me, not just living a life that is forgotten when I'm gone. And I think the way that we result in that is truly living a life for Christ. I mean, when we truly give our lives for him, it's never forgotten. So I think that's kind of what I'm going to say. I feel like means an, an impact is when we live our lives for Christ and truly worship him with our lives. And not in that way of we go to church and we're a Christian, but in a way of truly serving him because the work that we do in serving the Lord is never done in vain. Amen. I love that. Thank you so much, Zoe, for taking the time out today and spending it with us. Thank you, Ra. I loved being with you. It was so fun. That's it for today, friends. It's your time to step into the role of the abundant Christianpreneur and put to use the gifts God has given you. There is only one you. And you are the expert someone is out there waiting to hear from. I want you to know this, feel this, and most importantly, be this. Never underestimate the impact and power you have. And hey, real quick before you go, do you want to win a free private coaching call with me? Take a screenshot of an episode and post it on your IG stories and tag me at Kristen Taranchi using the hashtag TheAbundantChristianPreneur. And if you feel extra daring, share one of your biggest takeaways. That is how you will get entered into the monthly drawing. And if you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would subscribe, leave a review, and rate the show. This not only helps me bring you more expert guests to learn from, but it also spreads the message to those who need to hear it. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it here with me. I appreciate you and see you next episode.